This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Well, it's good morning to you and to you and especially to the both of you. <laughs> First and foremost, it's a, a movie coming out which is called Farewell, Ella Bella. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way it sounds is magnificent. <laughs> but when you have the cast of Marianne Barlow, Chantal Stanfield, Selamaka Kangube, you mm. cannot beat a cast. Mm-mm. And it opens on Monday. We'll speak about a lot of beautiful things. We're going to sing a lot of great things. <laughs> but I want to tell you about one of the most incredible people on earth. I've had, had him many times in my presence. And um, it sounds weird. But you know when you speak about someone that's your hero as a small mm. kid? Mm. And then you meet him across your journey in the entertainment industry and in the world. And then you admire him. You then respect him. You fall in love with him. He turns 70-odd and you see him as your hero. And he is the one and only. Now, that being said, <laughs> the woman he loves the most, well, he doesn't like her much, is in her 80s. Mm. Because there's nothing to say about her. I mean, she's just so opinionated. And she was, you know, she was the, that ambassador to a place called Babeti Called Sweaty. Yes. Yes, you remember yes, that, yes, that of place? Course, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, I remember her. But you know, <laughs> when you have the honor to open a show on any day, with Peter Durkace, mm. I think it has to be a phenomenal day. And it is a good morning to you. This is the unview, the thin, the rich, but the fabulous. Now, here's the question, and I will ask you this. Who's ever thin? <laughs> Who's ever rich? <laughs> but guess what? We are always fabulous. Mm -hmm. Good morning to you, Peter Dirk. How are you, sir? Yo. I hear the word fabulous and I know it's you. <laughs> I know. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, when in doubt, say darling. Are you well, darling? Darling, I'm terribly well because it's been raining down here in the desert called the Western Cape. And suddenly, little green things have popped out out of the sand and out of the ground. And it's like, thank heavens, things have not died. They've just gone and hidden. And now suddenly we have flowers again and Spring seems to be in the air. So, yeah, it's like a darling, especially in darling. Peter Dirk, I, I must tell you something. Um, when someone said to me, do you mind? Uh, he, he, Peter Dirk has something to say. I said, if Peter Dirk could speak to me every single day, it would make my life slightly better, more interesting, and most certainly different. Now, <laughs> which is the best thing, I guess. How, how have you been? Well, how have I been? It's been an extraordinary... I was Last time I saw you was in Johannesburg when I was there, and since then I've been to Europe, to the Northern Hemisphere, and I did a three-week season in London with my show, uh, The Echo of a Noise. I was at the Soho Theatre in London, and that was a really exciting experience being in a very young theatre. I mean, the Soho Theatre is a bit of a factory. They have two shows a night, one at 7 o'clock and one at, at 9, so... You know, so you're in the theater and then out of the theater because the next show comes in. And and um, I was delighted to see so many of my audience were under the age of 30. 
And the theatre was delighted to see so many of my audience was also over the age of 65. So it was quite an exciting combination of the old and the new. And yeah, three weeks there, then I had a show in, in Amsterdam. I did it in, in Afrikaans, my bystaardige praat, that they could understand. And then I did a, a sort of a preview show in Berlin with uh, Evita's sister, Bambi Kellerman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and How great. is she doing, so, by the way? I mean, she, oh, she was a bit of a slut, wasn't she? around on our stages uh, for quite some time and mm. I think it's time for her to kick the chandeliers because her sister Evita is very sour uh, when Bambi is mentioned. So I like having the two sisters in different pockets, you know, not in the same pocket. <laughs> that's uh, that's good. Um, but Peter Dirk, I must tell you, besides um, the show When in Doubt Say Darling, which is coming out soon uh, in the Western Cape, um, Fur Karma Festival... Yes. opens at the end of this month. And I want to just tell people about this festival. Because, you know, we talk about the, the the like the African burning things and people are burning stuff and the flower thing. and But this is a festival that has worked, that you created 13 years ago. Mm. That you've worked um, and with the with people from the UK, Holland, all all of this work that that comes to a little place called Darling that only works with the community to create a festival is so vitally important. And and the reason that 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 no one understands how critical getting involved and loving people and creating it in your own little community has can change the world. You're right. You know, the word community is, to me, the, the jewel in the crown of democracy. I think at the moment we are so focused on government to deliver, which doesn't happen. They, they look after themselves first. But if we actually focus on our community, which means the people you know, the people who are your neighbors, the people who are working around where you live, the people who work with you, your children, your grandchildren, your partners, and really, truly, uh, change our way of life by talking about the way things can get better. And the Food Commerce Festival is the most extraordinary example of reconciliation, where people come to my little venue, Evita Seperon, it's the sort of hub, they park their cars, they get into a township taxi. Now, listen, how many white people leave a Mercedes-Benz to get into a township taxi without a gun in the back of their head? Okay. They get into the township taxi, the taxi takes them down into... The town, meaning the community of Darling, they might go to an RDP house where there are 25 chairs in the one room, and there they will have a 25-minute entertainment. Uh, then they get back into the taxi and go to another house in the community, which might be a bigger house, uh, where there'll be a string quartet. And then they go to a third house where they will see another 25 minutes. So they have a, a, a really, truly a one-and-a-half-hour festival experience in three different front rooms. Four Karma is the front room. Mm-hmm. Do you know, it is the most wonderful thing. I mean, I ca- I'm in Cape Town at the moment getting my show ready here at the God for next week. Mm-hmm. But yesterday we had a meeting in Darling with all the owners of, as they say, and they have such pride and such excitement to be entertaining people from all over the country, all over the country, but all over the world, people are now flying to South Africa to come to the first Commerce And for the last two years, we couldn't do it because we just could not find the money. The money was mm-hmm. not available because of recession and various reasons. But this year, we are, in fact, 
we are starting on the 31st of, uh, of August, the Friday, then this is the 2nd, the, uh, the Saturday, the 1st of September, and, the, and Sunday, the 2nd of September, that weekend. Um, and the booking is going with and built in Wonderland. And I must say to you that the Fugal Theatre has come in as a major sponsor and supporter of the festival by giving us the budget to perform, to, to, to pay our performers, because that is the heartbeat. We have 60 performers over those three days. Uh, in 21 different theatres, meaning home. Um, and it is truly a life-changing experience for everybody concerned. And really, truly, I would love to see the country adopt this wonderful mm-hmm. blueprint of reconciliation. You know, I've always said I want to use the F word to fight fear. And that mm-hmm. F word is fun. And it's, it's fun. It's fun sharing and enjoying and celebrating. I, I love the fact that I've spent quite some time with you. In your theatre, in your space, in your in your realm, it's 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 a great word to use the word realm, because a, yes. a realm is given to someone that is has a requiem, has a has a space, has a a place of such greatness, such goodness, such kindness, and only for others to exist and be. And I've got to tell you, that's why I say, what an honour in my life always to stand near you, be close to you, and I cannot wait to come. I'm going to be being. One of those oaks flying that flag of Peter Dirk Ace and, and honoring you because I've got to tell you, the Furkama Festival has got to be, and I have, I have never seen it. So firstly, I should open my damn eyes, number one. And number Some two, point. I've got to move my ass to come and see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And most importantly, uh, Chantal Stanfield, who is a phenomenal actress, would like to say something to you. Please, yeah. okay. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Fab. I'm also a UCT alumni. But yeah, like, you know, you came to speak at our, like, first year in, se- in section, what is it? Induction, whatever it is. And I think this might have been just before the Fuokama Fest started. And I actually made the pilgrimage in 2009 with my own show, um, one woman show that Natalia da Rocha directed. Yes, and it I was, remember. yeah, and it was phenomenal. And it's one of those, um, experiences as an artist that is so unique. So it, it, I mean, Alan, you're gonna, you're going to love it. It is one of the most extraordinary experiences where you arrive as the, the year before I went as uh, just a, a patron and the, the year afterwards is when I performed I was like I have to get in on this and yeah. as as an audience member you literally all you have you arrive with your your tickets and you don't actually know what show you're going to see until you arrive no, you don't, you at the house be yeah, that's yeah. that's part of what's so thrilling about it and so unique so I'm I'm like beyond thrilled that it's it's back you know I I, I was really hoping to be there at some point but then I saw that it wasn't happening so I'm really glad that especially the Fugard and obviously Evita Sapiron have have like brought it back to life again because it's so it's so unique and it's so special and as you say it's such a nation building initiative yeah. it's so fabulous and so fun so well, congrats. well I look forward to seeing you back again remember the first weekend in September next year we'll be doing it again so keep in touch soon soon and then come back to us. Oh, fabulous. I'll do that. Mr. Okay. Ace, <laughs> I always thank you. And you see how we connect people to the world? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. My friend, I love you with all my heart. Thank you for thank being you, my hero. Eh? When in doubt, what do we say? When in doubt, we say darling. Darling. We always <laughs> face in the future. And this is at the Fugas in Cape Town from the 7th to the 21st of August. So if you are around, darling, 
come. <laughs> I shall be there, and I'm going to see you. Peter Dirk, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. It is hosted by so many countries, people from around the world. There's an open-air concert. There are things that are going to happen. It's the end of August, the beginning of September. It's the way to open spring in Darling. And when the rain fell all over the Western Cape, it's been the best. Ladies, Marianne Barlow, Chantal Stanfield, good morning good to morning. the good morning. show. <laughs> How you. do we open? How do, You cannot open better than that. Oh, no, no. I mean, Peter Dirk Ace is such a doyen of the industry, you know. Mm. It's always great. Now, farewell, Ella Bella. What an extraordinary movie. Tell me how you got involved and what it's about. Let's start. Why should we watch it? I think it's the kind of road trip film that... South Africa doesn't know that it needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that's very uh, presumptuous, but it's um it really takes the the viewer who's traveled the road for if anybody's traveled from Cape Town to Joburg or back on mm-hmm. the N1 or whatever it is, they will recognize so much of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um and because so many of us have made that trek, there's that immediate connection. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not an in-your-face kind of, um, you know, like like the typically American road trip films, which are full of like madcap adventures and whatever. This really is, it's a, it's it's fun for sure, um, and it just touches on pertinent issues without getting mm. um, seriously bogged down. But it still leaves you. With, with food for thought after the fact. And it's a lot more understated. Yeah. And there's a host of really cool characters. There are. Mm. So, I mean, you look at the, the photograph. Mm. I think there are quite a few. And you're on people, on, you're both on people's shoulders. There's, uh, there's something about strength going through the Karoo, I guess, mm. in that movie. I haven't seen it, obviously. Um, describe what it's like to be an ensemble in a film. It's it's a little different a different in this particular film, mm-hmm. and I think that's where, for instance, where we all viewed the film for the first time last mm-hmm. weekend at the DIF, the Durban International Film Festival. I think we even mentioned that in a press interview, the fact that we were all there together. We'd actually met many times before the film began um, filming. This company has been extraordinary in mm-hmm. how they've brought us all together, and I think that's made a huge impact because in actual fact, I mean, for instance, Chantal and I, we didn't work together. So um, Jay Anstey and Cello are obviously our two leaders characters in the film and it's simply their journey that they obviously take both literally and physically and emotionally and we as characters are are introduced at various stages throughout the film so what was quite interesting is that I mean we have quite a lovely big cast but I mean we didn't really work together if that makes sense but we've come together on so many occasions both before during and after the filming process that I think we've actually it's a very cohesive um, production Mm. so that's where free you know free women productions really ought to be hailed and admired and I think we're all very grateful for the way in which they've actually no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try, hold on, play the trailer, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, that savvy, let's see how it goes here, wait. It's not you, it's... That senator better not end with, it's me. Trust me, Lee, you don't want me. And I've been running away from the wise men in my head, he said, go, go. Do not. 
Yeah, I mean, I drove right around a couple of times. We're trying. <laughs> we love that music. Oh. What? Are you guys talking about me? Um, so... Well, it didn't... Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful trailer, you should... Listen, I didn't realise there was two of you. Oh, OK. Oh, there no, are people. <laughs> We're trying. We're trying. Uh, if Nathan Rowe was here, oh, by the way, good morning, Nathan. As you landed at nine o'clock, he'll be in. He's running. Hey, Nathan. Um, how's it going? <laughs> but I mean, firstly, um, Marianne, you born in Zimbabwe? That's correct. Um, interesting time. Mm-hmm. Igoli, Wild at Heart, The Schuster Films, Jake's Cross. The list goes on and on. I've been very fortunate. <laughs> nah, and like, and you in your the most midlife years, ah, oh. which are quite beautiful. Well put. <laughs> well, I'm also there. Honey. Ain't that uh, ain't, uh, fabulous forties? <laughs> well, they are. You know, you know, you dirty when you're thirty, and you naughty when you're forty. <laughs> but no one said that. And then Chantel. You're a singer, a dancer, a puppeteer, seven along. Let's go on and on and on. And then there, the Gloria Estefan moment in your life. Ooh, girl. Ooh, I want to dance with someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Whitney, by the way, not Gloria. Well, I did Gloria as well mm. at some point. I mean, I think that's, that, that's what, as, as a singer slash performer, triple threat, triple whatever, you kind of get to uh, dip your hat into many baskets. I mean, that's a very mixed metaphor. But... I think it's the same as Mary Ann. Like as as a performer in general, you there's no way you can survive and thrive by only doing one thing as a performer. Like it's uh, I've tried exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. <laughs> but even there, it's like it's you. You've been in so many series and so many soapies, and like it's it's that's just the the figurative hat that we wear. You. Mm. That's part of what's what's great about the industry. So yeah, I've done. You you, you can name a female singer. I've probably sung her songs. So firstly, you know she's Lebanese. Oh, Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? Of course. Oh, okay. Father born in Lebanon. Please. <laughs> and of course, uh, Central America. Mm-mm-mm. But you know, if you don't get anything, you're gonna get something. Let's do the loud, loud, loud. Let's see. Can hear it. Mm-hmm. Is this Gloria or is this from my buried in YouTube? The experience. This is shocking. I don't know. Let's give it a shot. It's, the rhythm is going to get you. Mm. Wait, are you expecting me to sing? No, obviously. <laughs> Welcome. I think it is. Uh, too young <laughs> to remember this one. No, I remember Gloria. <laughs> no. Let me see if I can remember the words without googling them. Go Chantel. At night, of all the lights, there's no place that you can hide. Oh no, no, the rhythm is gonna get you. In bed. Throw the covers on your head You pretend like you are dead I know it The rhythm is gonna get you 
Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you. Rhythm is gonna get you tonight. Sure. Yeah, no, that's all I'm gonna do Chantal, right now. Chantal, I am impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I am super impressed. As long as we get someone to do something sure. in the morning. That was, the actually, that was actually the name of the very first tribute show I did. I, I wasn't oh. even, I wasn't even like properly graduated yet. I was like two weeks away from mm. proper graduation. And the name of the show was Rhythm's Gonna Get You. Oh. And it was mis- uh, four of us, uh, girls and one boy. Mm-hmm. 2005. It was cool. Really? <laughs> it was really cool. It was like the Ma- Miami. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. said the South African. Mm. That was, yeah, that was the opening, the opening of the show. See, you See? never know what you're <laughs> gonna do. You never know. No, you I never know what impressed. you're gonna do. Well done, you. <laughs> so, guys, again, coming back to this phenomenal movie and uh, two phenomenal actresses, I always ask this question: Why get into the business? Um, Marianne Barlow Start the story I honestly do believe um, That it's simply because There is nothing else You can do Except be in this industry Um, So many people Approach me Honestly My entire career They somehow think That you have a a golden key To the industry And that you're going to Hand it over And Mm. they're somehow Going to be You know what I mean Walking through this threshold and, And entering into This uniquely wonderful industry But it's it's not like that. And uh, I think people have a misconception about what the industry entails. Those of us who are in it and who remain in it know exactly what it entails. And it simply is you cannot see yourself doing anything else. It is mm. a passion that you have from birth. I can say that from my own personal experience. There's nothing else that you want to do. There's nothing else that you can do. Mm-hmm. If you can do anything else, I always say to people, if you are on the fence of, oh, I'd love to be an actor, but I'm thinking of being a writer, or I'd love to be a plumber, or you do anything else except be the actor. <laughs> you can only be an actor, stroke, performer, singer, technician of this industry if truly that is your only passion and you cannot live or eat or sleep or breathe without this. You know, a friend of mine, Matthew Coonan, Mm. Has started something called the Red Fest. Yes. And they're going into their third year. Mm. It's incredible. The launch was exceptional. And there's a lot of media behind them. And we sat before we went to see Jonathan Rocksmith in oh. Great Balls of Fire. Yes. By the way, go and see the show. He is extraordinary. <laughs> the show's extraordinary. Mm. Kroger Barney. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it just, the, the list goes on of magnificent people on that stage. And you cannot believe that Jonathan's actually, you know, when he played, um, and I want to say this, when he, when he played, um, Liberace, mm. you mm. thought, it, like something was moving the keys because you couldn't understand <laughs> can the man actually do that yes yeah. from Northcliffe High School mm-hmm. and 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 he and he looks up and he plays it so I said to Matthew who is working with um, the Red School the Red uh, Red Hill mm-hmm. School and and all that stuff beautiful people and I said Matthew you know you walking into this industry do you know what you're getting into? And he looked at me and said, I did six years of freelancing. I've done this thing. Mm. Then I questioned him. I said, but, but you understand there's never going to be a stable income. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a great question to, to face somebody when you're an independent mm. and you work independently and you are your own device. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird. But you either have that or you don't have it. Mm. And here becomes the secret to this whole business, which no one gets. I'm going to tell you the story. It's very simple. 
If you think it works from nine to five, please be an accountant. <laughs> yeah, no shame. Oh, no, no, no. If, if you think it works from eight to seven, be a lawyer. If you think it works from six to nine, be a whatever you want to be. This business doesn't work like that. No, of course not. It's an energy. Mm-hmm. It's how you move. It's how you operate. It's what mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. I, because you don't see it any other way. So I get it. Sometimes people phone you. Monday morning. How are you doing? Mm, I'm fine. It's nine o'clock. Why are you in bed? <laughs> Sweet mother of the Lord, have mercy on me. All the time. I have not slept for seven days. I'm mm. just, it's only nine o'clock. Let me, I'll be up at ten. It's okay. But that's the business. Yeah. Now imagine producing it. Oh, yeah. Being in it. Doing it. Imagine putting it all together and yeah. then hold that responsibility. Sure. Huge. It must be exhausting. Mm, absolutely. Mm. I mean, I had experience of, 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 being all things to all people <laughs> in my my one woman show that I put on mm. last year and this year now again at Theatre on the Square and then at the Baxter last year, mm. um, where I was the writer and the actor and the co-producer of three runs, mm. and people don't get it until you're in it. You don't get why mm. you are sacrificing sleep, why you're sacrificing time with your loved ones, um, why you've missed. A birthday again of one of your best friends, you know, <laughs> like it's not personal. It's, it's, it's not even business. It's, um, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It, mm. it literally is. This is like Marianne said, like there's no other way to live, but with the passion that you were born with. Mm. Guys, there's a decade between you. Is it just a decade? Yes. There is a decade. And if you think about it, Marianne, I mean, you came from Harare, <laughs> you came to South Africa, and and you started in Igoli, and it, it was, I mean, you were a villain. I know, I was incredibly fortunate, That's actually. I mean, I left drama school, and I, um, I railed against the idea of being in a soap. For some reason, because I'd come <laughs> fresh out of drama school, I had this very romantic idea that I needed to do <laughs> children's theatre, and I wanted to be in the back of a combi and travel <laughs> the length and breadth of our country, and you know, and pop out at schools with my feather costumes, and I mm. be a bird and be a plane. And <laughs> ah, ah, Chantal, ah. stop, 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 right there. Watch, watch, watch. watch. Marianne, what would you have sung on that combi? Oh, no. Oh, give me five, baby. Wheels on the back. Yes. Go round and round. No, 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 no. What would you have sung, Marianne? You are not going to get I'm to going to get no, you, you to do not. We have it. tried. We have a resident singer you know, right okay, here okay, in okay. studio. So the wheels of the... Oh, okay. no, that's if you've ever had a child okay, and you're it, in the car and you it, it, but, but if, if there was, if there was a thing, mm-hmm. could you rap? <laughs> Lord no! Listen, what? I was I was a ch- I sang in the choir for my ah, entire childhood. What, what did you okay, sing in the no, choir? <laughs> what are we going to do? No, I what sang. I did sing. What did but you sing? So many years what, ago, what, and I have put what, that time Chantel, to bed. Watch this. Watch this. Watch no, this. No, 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 no. It's not going to happen. We can try. We can try. <laughs> Bless you, bless you. That's very sweet. No, no, it's not that sweet. <laughs> we've known, we've, I've known Mary Ann for what the, yeah, the last yeah. three years. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> we have tried. I don't even sing in the shower anymore. I mean, I just don't <laughs> sing. I just don't sing oh anymore. But if you had to, what would it be? <laughs> okay, so, so let's go back. So, mm-hmm. so in those imaginary days before that villain, uh, <laughs> you were in children's theatre. 
Now, what was See, that's s- the thing. No, I, I wasn't in children's no, no, theatre. I went straight thinking. into the world of soap. Soap became my life for a very long time. And villains don't sing. Villains don't sing. Oh, they can. No, doctors on Issy Dingo, they don't sing. Uh-huh. No, they don't. Wild at heart. There's no singing game farm owners. <laughs> and Schuster? <laughs> Me, man. Nobody <laughs> sang in a show. Well, I didn't sing my Schuster. <laughs> Angela did not sing. Okay. One question. Mm-hmm. Do the wheels of the bus go round and round and round and round and round and round. The wheels on the bus Chantel. go round. Oh, round it, round and round. Oh, must I do all day long? long. Oh, there you go. This is my random I told melody. You, you said children harmony <laughs> nine. So you become a villain, and and I mean that was a it's, surprise. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of weird because then people like <laughs> go like, who is this lady? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I fresh out of drama school, and I was just so excited to be part of the industry. Um, I was very fortunate to land the role that I did. Um, it's a unique experience playing the bitch of the series, and with that comes a huge amount of responsibility. But I mean, I spent six years ensconced in that kind of role, and that was my primary introduction into you know the industry into South African audiences. And I remember one of the first occasions that I was recognised, and this is so long ago now. But I mean, um, I was going down some escalators. Somebody was coming up some escalators, and they simply looked at me. We had eye contact and said. Bitch. <laughs> and I remember being so, I was standing with my mom, we were shopping, and my mother was horrified, and I was thrilled, absolutely thrilled to my absolute feet because I was, oh, I'm doing a good job. Yes. This is fantastic. They believe me. I'm a bitch. <laughs> but I mean, really, through the duration of that time, I must say, people were, um, on occasion, quite bizarrely rude. Um, there's no level of, of privacy. There's no, um, you're a stranger to these people, essentially, but they see you in their living room every night. So yeah, there's no they're barrier. intimately acquainted with your And Chateau, when you did Seven Delon, yeah. I mean, it must same have sort of thing. Same. Similar, yeah. Mm. Um, they, they, they know you. Like you. I mean, similarly to Egoli, I think, um, Seven Delon's actually one of the well, on, on the SAPC channels anyway, it's got one of the biggest viewerships. Huge. Always has had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always. So, um, literally I appeared, I think it was the year after drama school that I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I appeared the night before, I think it was like a Wednesday night for the last five minutes of the episode. Just mm-hmm. a hi, hi, how are you? My name is so and so, what, what, what. The next day it started, mm-hmm. literally out at a mall and it's immediately instant. someone was like, you, weren't you in Seven Delon last night? <laughs> it's like, Cecile, yeah. Yes. It's, and it, it's instant. And it's that remarkable. same thing of no barriers between you and, and the audience. Yeah. Physical or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> People will hug and kiss you. But, yeah. but there is an understanding that there is a barrier called a TV screen. Unlike the stage, which you've both Played on. Mm. Yes, yes. When you have that intimate experience with the audience, and then the fourth wall walks in, and then all of a sudden, wow, you didn't expect that reaction. It's incredibly different from the from the actor's perspective, but Mm. from the audience perspective, I would I would say that the screen actually doesn't exist. That's that was Mm. my that's been my experience. But from an acting perspective, absolutely, that's part of the joy I think of 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 dipping your toe back into the theatrical world because there is a synergy that, when it exists between an Mm. audience and an actor, it is just sheer beauty. Mm. That's Mm. what I particularly I thrive on as a performer. Absolutely. And now we now we transgress into film. Which is kind of a living legacy. Now, <clears throat> let me explain to you what I'm getting at. 
When you do something on stage, it's in the moment. When you do it on TV, it's for the series. Mm-hmm. When it's on film, it is forever. <laughs> different. Very, mm. very different. It's interesting. I mean, this is my first full-length feature film. Mm. Um, so I, I'll be cu- uh, curious to see what happens or what the, the payoff is in terms of audience. Because I think that'll be a completely different kind of fan. Um, as we said before, the TV audiences are very like of the Afrikaans word is fatterach. You know, like you know, it's like <laughs> that's a great word. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you are their person that they're gonna hold onto mm, you and touch mm. you and do whatever. Um, the the film, um, the stage audience is a bit more respectful of your space, very much, even though you are within arm's length. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, the film. I mean, you would know, Marianne. Like, like is is it's is different. there a difference? There is a difference. Subtly, so yes, I would think so. Television is more disposable in a way because it is mm. nightly, for instance, when you are in a, you know, in a daily series. Because, mm. I mean, what you're doing that night, as you say, it's quickly consumed mm. and onto the next episode. Mm. But you're right. There is a, a lasting image and, and feeling that I think the audience gets from, from watching a film. Um, it's an isolated experience that you're going into that beautiful, big, dark theater mm. and you're With absorbing that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, if you've done your job, if we've mm-hmm. done our jobs correctly, I mean, hopefully you transport that audience member and they leave feeling different. You know what I mean? Entertained on some other some other level, but just different. Um, that's our role, obviously. So I think there is a, a different impression mm. that you leave on an audience member for sure. Have you been in radio, either of you? Um, Not professionally. Not no. yet. I've done a... I do a lot of voiceovers though. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I we love a mic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. okay. Oh, uh, Actually going to a, tell. an audition right so now. So tell me what's your voiceover that you do? I do well, a Because you, you've you, got puppeteer. You, you, like you're a puppeteer? Yes, yeah. You have. So, so what is your fun voice? <laughs> My watch fun us, watch voice. Us, watch us, okay, wait, you got to give me a character and, okay, and, right. a, and a line. Uh, uh, a line, okay. Yeah, um, need script. Okay, okay, yes, I'm a little creature. And I feel very sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little creature and I feel very sad because I'm all alone in this big wide world and someone is renovating in the studio downstairs <laughs> and I don't I know what me. to do. Please <laughs> help me. Okay. And now you're a big person in the small little world with a renovation downstairs. Oh god, it's too early for the new voice. Um Would somebody please please curb that infernal drilling downstairs? How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't amazing. That was alright. <laughs> do you do do you have your own voice that you do? Um for, for what do you mean like for for Well for a thing. So if I had to say I, I want to cast you in The Simpsons as a voice, what would you do? Oh wow! Well, obviously I'd, you get a character brief. You need to follow your character brief, correct? Oh, but yes. you have your brief. You know something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a game. You're in for a voice. Go. Well, you know one of my favorite characters is Cheryl from Edenvale. Really? <laughs> I love Sharon a lot. She's my favorite. She's about 47, and her two kids are at King David Victory Park because they couldn't get into the other one, you know? Oh, Very big scandal. Oh. Um, and my husband's name is Larry. Yeah, He's got a, a locksmith business, and we're doing very well. But, you know... Um, my in-laws are coming over for Shabbos on Friday, so I need to go get some kechal, all right? And Marianne, you would be? 
no, no. You, I'm, I'm not playing you. this game. <laughs> play the game. Play the game. What would you do? What would I, I do? I, I, could, I could be honest. Look, I could see you being very angry. Ooh. I just heard that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> voice work is an actor's bread and butter, so I think we're all very grateful for voice work. Um, I want to come back to a little interesting story. Mm. So when I joined 702 with Gareth, those 100 years ago, 20 years ago, um, I, I lost quite a lot of weight yes. for the sake of point. Um, and I, I sat at Macrib mm. in Santon. <laughs> And I ate chips, lots of chips. <laughs> Actually, I was eating just a plate of chips. And a woman came up to says, "Aren't you meant to be on diet?" Oh, wow. I thought, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> you can't. This is the problem with putting your your personal life out that it now, comes back and bites you. So when you put yourself on television, mm. you're in that character. On film, you're that character. But when you're in real life, you're that real life, and it is the truth because that's what you're doing immediately. Mm. But this, the weirdest thing is people don't get it because they they still don't understand you have a personal space. Some do. Some do. Well, hold on. People always, I, I have yeah. always have respect. They always have respect. No, they don't, mm. funny enough. <laughs> not, not all people. Yeah, yeah. People still see you as that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I've met many, many an actress in my life. I've had the pleasure from around the world. Mm. And... The strangest thing is you just, you still get that boom. Don't I know? Yeah, oh, I've, that, even, that, I've even that done thing. that. Yeah, I've even done that. I mean, it's me. embarrassing. I was in the middle of New York <laughs> and I was pounding the pavements and um, a gentleman ro- rode, he's on a bicycle and he was cycling and he, a dog ran in front of his bicycle and he almost ran over this little mm. terrier. And he was he was so upset. He jumped off his bike and everybody's, oh, oh is the dog okay? And I looked up at this man and I went, Hi. <laughs> Hi, it's me. I mean, I really, I can't believe I actually did this because it's happened to me so many times. And of course, he gave me a look as if to say, gosh, no, I don't know. Don't you know, know. No, no, it's me. But you're what beautiful. Are you I mean, here? And, oh my God. He thought maybe I was, no, I, I kissed him. No, I honestly thought that he had somehow been at nursery school with me. Or, oh. You know that odd, bizarre, I can't place you, but I know you. Yeah. It was Liv Schreiber. Oh my God. No. And I mean, if that's happened to me once, it's happened to me 10, oh 15 times. And I did it to Liv Schreiber. In the, on the streets of New York. I mean, really, what was I thinking? But that was just the, the powerful, yeah, connection that you feel. I knew this man. I knew yeah. him. I'll tell you <laughs> a weirder story. Do you want to hear a weirder story? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, I have a few. But oh, also, yeah. <laughs> so, and, uh, but it happened because especially on your own ground, mm. you don't Please. expect them on your own ground. Please. Them, meaning these <laughs> humans. Overseas ones, yeah. So I'm walking in the waterfront and I'm trying to look for Javianas because my feet are hurting these damn shoes and I want to go to the beach and that's what I want to do. Mm. And my big, beautiful legs are going to do the thing. <laughs> and I'm walking and I'm looking and I thought, oh, you know, I know this woman. <laughs> what a lovely lady. Her hair looks beautiful. <laughs> I said, you know, these are much better. And I'm, it's like I'm speaking to my mother. It's like the weirdest feeling. <laughs> And I'm looking at her and she had a cap on mm. um, over her head. And I thought, did I go white? I'm sure we, we did we have we been? So I, was, I said, you know, I think we went white river raft. <laughs> <laughs> I said, in Zambia. She said, I've never been to Zambia. She said, on the Colorado? I've never been to the Colorado. But you look. And I'm, I said, anyway, we're having a chat and we're going through this like a normal person's conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, nah, I know you, man. I, I know, I know you. 
Anyway, she looks at me, she said, I don't know. And I said, it's fine. She said, can I ask you, my daughter is dying for some African um, work. Mm-hmm. She said, let's go there. And, I said, and as I look, she lifts off her cap. And I said, I said oh. oh, my God. Miss Streep, I'm very sorry. Please, <gasps> I'm no. so sorry. Fact. Oh, oh no. okay, that, my that's worse. No, that's bad. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> what you end up doing wow. with that mm. is you go, hmm. I want to tell you a story <laughs> about what I did. <laughs> Please excuse Bless me. Bless her. She sounds like she was really lovely. Wow. Kept well, after going, half an hour. No, she didn't. She just, just, she just wanted to get this African piece of something. <laughs> and she just thought I was an interesting person that oh, found information. Yeah. Well, you see, the fact is we're all human beings. Mm-hmm. And that's delightful. Exactly. Yeah. And so you can be that, you can be the other thing. But if you resonate through it, it's, it's you. Mm. Yeah. And I guess people identify with that. Coming back to Farewell Elabella, what makes this, why is this journey so unique? It's a global story. I think that's what's rather nice about this. Explain the global concept. um, You know, South African film has has often struggled to translate to international audiences, I Mm -hmm. think. We're exotic and interesting up to a point with regard to our relative, you know, issues, which are political and apartheid and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these. Contentious subjects, but I mean, you know, it's, it's about telling human stories. Farewell, Elabella is very much a human story. It could mm-hmm. be set here. It could be set anywhere in the world. It's an identifiable emotion of grief, of loss, of, of all sorts of human emotions that, that is not specific to our country, to our language, to our culture. Mm. What we do obviously showcase then uniquely is this beautiful country of ours. Mm. So in terms of taking the road trip that Chantal mentioned earlier, I think that really does a very good, you know, it's a lovely calling card for Mm. South Africa because we do have such a lovely country. Absolutely. Um, So I think it's easily identifiable. It's a human story. Mm. Human story. Absolutely. Anyone can relate to that. Why would we go and see it? Because there's a reason. There's always a reason. (laughs) It's a good question. Because a lot of South African movies mm. don't seem to translate to South African audiences in some sense. Besides mm. Schuster. <laughs> he's, he's, he's had a winning combination. Uh, he has, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fair. Yeah, he is. I, I saw Sisters. Um, uh, oh, right. Phenomenal. I didn't, phenomenal. I didn't, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. There are things that you see that you watch that resonate. Mm. And often we, uh, we watch a movie. Or why should we go and see the South African movie? And that's the reason that it has to be sold. So I'm asking you to tell me why am I going to see this film in particular, which we will, Farewell Ella Bella. Yeah. So I think the first kind of calling card is the cast. Because if you've been in South Africa at any point in the last 20 years, even 23 years to 20 years, whatever, you will know the cast. You will have seen them um, in various guises on uh, soapies and series. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first film that has kind of gathered them all, to get all together mm-hmm. from various um Spheres, very mm. genre. So you have, like, Cello, who is obviously oh. we all know is Archie Morocco from, from Generations, you know, who's just like this legend of an old dude. He's one of the OGs, okay? Um, <laughs> He's beautiful in this film. Yeah. Mm. Um, all the way through to, obviously, Jay Anstey is also the, the lead who's, mm. um, who people will, rec- will remember from Isidinga from just a few years mm. back. Um, and between those two, there's the rest of us mm. who kind of cover all kind of quote unquote racial boxes, groups, yeah. um, age groups. Um, it's just, it's the spread of interesting faces who you 
will know and be like, oh my word, I remember. And I know that that person was really good in that role. I want to see that. I want to see what the story is. And this character looks really interesting. Let me go check it out. I'm so honored to have you both here because I haven't met you before. <laughs> I've you. met Jay. Yes. Okay. On quite a few different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, top billing. Yes. We, yeah, yeah. 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 She's wonderful. We, we connected filming, doing stuff. All that lifestyle um, and boyfriends, whatever, have it goes. Um, no, no, but seriously, before before Jonathan mm. and all this, she's an incredible actress. As she entered Isidengo yeah, and beautifully yeah. kind and mm. beautifully generous. She's so young, with, but she's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Marianne, I'm not going to. Hmm, what do you, naughty when you what? 40, keep quiet. <laughs> Watch your mouth. We are in, we are in our middle ages, uh. you know. <laughs> well, sweet Jesus. But I want to tell you about Sela Maka Kangombe, mm. which is a beautiful story. And I was telling you outside, but mm. let me share yeah, the story because you might as well. Mm. So Gareth Cliff and I go off to the Fanborough Air Show. Mm. <laughs> so fancy. Aren't we fancy humans? <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Anyway, I decided that I had to see The Lion King because I saw it on Disney. Hi. Yes. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. And um, what ends up happening is that I get one ticket that you buy on a, from a peddler mm. on the side of the road. Mm. And then it was 80 pounds. Yes. Which is a lot That's of money. That's a lot to hand over to a man on a pavement. Yeah. <laughs> Praying to Jesus that you'll find it somewhere. Yes. Well, whoever you want to pray to, but I'm praying yeah. to Jesus. That's what we do. And I sat in the theatre, and this show opened, and this song opened with Rafiki on the stage, and this man mm. lifted the little simba, mm. and I was like, "Oh, mm. it's that guy." Yes. Okay, that I saw. At Tabumbeki, who did the poem mm-hmm. at his inauguration, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, good Lord, can you believe this?" So I had to stand at the stage door, which yes. I have never done before, <laughs> but did five thousand times later. I've met yeah. so many people, Kelsey Graham. I've met them all. Oh, wow. Just bang on the door, give them flowers, and say, "You're brilliant." Oh. Not even knowing, because it's kind of cool just to watch a show. Yeah. And Selma walked out, and this man, I said, "Hello, Selma." Says, I've never, how are you? Mm. And he said, let's go and have a beer. Oh, <laughs> As only he sweet. can. <laughs> but he was going through sobriety and he didn't mm. want a beer. And he, didn't, he didn't want women, nothing. He, was, nothing. he had been through a bit. And we sat there in a pub next to the theater Aww. talking about the history of life mm. in his eyes. And it became one of the most special experiences, both Jay and them. Yeah. So I wanted to say I honor you today, both of you. Bye. If Farewell Ella Bella has anything to go on with the four of you, sweet, sweet people, go and see this show. <laughs> oh, and there's more. Mm, there's others. Of oh, course. There's, no, 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 no. I'm just yeah. starting. We're going yeah, to fulfill this for a, a, a long journey. Uh, I want to thank you for being with us, guys. Thank you for having and us. And it's thank such you. a pleasure. And uh, it uh, it premieres on Monday? Well, yeah, well, the, the red carpet premieres on Monday, but it opens officially nationwide on the 17th of August. That's so right, yeah. if if you're going to come see it, come and see it on that first opening weekend because as we know that's kind of mm. the lit- litmus test for how long a mm. South African film stays on the circuit for. So in that first weekend, that first week, make the wonderful. make your way. Yeah. And Tuesday's a half price somewhere, so you know. <laughs> and if not, you know what? Movie ass, 
pay for something that's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I'm a firm believer that we really, I mean, obviously we're in the industry, so we need to support it. But mm, I mean, mm. we should be a lot more proud of, of our local produce. Um, Absolutely. And, and let's not allow for the cheat. Mm, mm, the cheat mm, being mm. that someone else tells you about it and you get away with it. Mm. And the second cheat being the fact that you think you can see it later. Because yeah. if you don't help yeah. now, yes. not help, that's rubbish, it's nonsense. Yeah. If you don't want to watch it, then please don't tune in later. <laughs> don't <laughs> wait till the Academy Award comes in and watch Stortz. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't wait for some guy to win an award to get District 9. And it then suddenly it becomes viable. Work yeah, that yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. Ladies, please stay in studio because on the line, we're going to be pooralicious. Have you uh, been Portalicious? Uh, Sonia, I haven't been Portalicious, but I know that Sonia's <laughs> show is phenomenal and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, I mean, she started in 2004. She did, yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a long time. It's and incredible. also, she's in, also in her naughty 40s, I would imagine. Yeah. I believe her birthday's in May. Like she's a Torian. Oh. Born 1978. Sonia, welcome Hi. to the show. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm yeah, drinking coffee, and that's always a good place for me. <laughs> well, at least you're not drinking uh, something else, uh, you know. Whiskies, <laughs> whiskies at nine in the morning. There, no doubt. It. So tell me, Sonia. First and foremost, this is such a phenomenal satire piece that has now transcended for fourteen years. Interesting. I know. Thank you very much. I, it was a huge surprise. I. Um, I was just, when I wrote that first play, it was just this little voice telling me to write it, and I never, ever, ever expected it to, to snowball the way it did. So it was just like blessing uh, that I'm really grateful for. So now tell me, I mean, you're Portuguese. I am. Are you Madarang? Mar- uh, or are you uh, Lisboa? <laughs> I'm not Portuguese, but are you Lisboa? Madarang. Are you Madarang? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you see, I just offended the entire Portuguese <laughs> culture, which a Lebanese should <laughs> continue. Uh, no, from, my family's from Portugal, so, uh, close to Lisbon, actually. Uh, but the family that I portray is Madrid because they, it's just such an iconic part of uh, the South African Portuguese culture, and, and I wanted it to be as recognizable as possible to kind of break down those cliches that we have about our culture the culture is such a beautiful culture and they always not they people always think that uh, let's go to Lusito land because that's (laughs) uh, (laughs) that's how we get to experience the Portuguese culture Um, I think a lot of South Africans and we, we're speaking about Farewell Elabella, a, a journey from the Western Cape through the country. Um, I think a lot of South Africans don't understand, and uh, Marianne Bala, uh, a lot of Zimbabweans don't understand, that we all are coming to a central point called being African mm. from all our different cultures. Mm. Yeah. And the coolest thing is when you're able to, when you can laugh at each other, when you can make a joke, and when mm. you can... Use the space beautifully to understand that there is a living land that we stand on together. And if we don't do it together, bringing each other's cultures together, we're never going to get it. So tell me about your culture that is so wonderful besides love and Prozac. <laughs> Which you told me, by the way. <laughs> love and Prozac's a whole other show. But, um, but yeah, my culture, you know what, uh, you're 100% correct. And, and people have this... Uh, this notion of what it is to be poorer and it's, you know, that we all have 
corner cafes and we sell fruit and veg and you know we eat very very chicken and russians and and that's it and and that's actually a very it's a, 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 a diluted immigrant experience of being portuguese mm-hmm. you know but portuguese food for example even if you go to portugal itself you are not going to get the uh, peri-peri chickens. They don't even have peri-peri there. That was they something don't. that came from Mozambique. From Mozambique. Uh, that, that we colonized not only their land, but their recipes mm. as well. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a totally different, very romantic, very quaint uh, culture and experience. And, and the people are, are very, very romantic. And they have a very dirty sense of humor as well. And it's, uh, you know, it's like all uh, um, kind of... Jewish or Middle Eastern or uh, Mediterranean countries. It's very family orientated, very, a very traditional uh, religion, you know, that sort of thing. And, and you know, growing up, it's, it's confusing in that, in that kind of environment because I belong to immigrant parents who came here and they were treated in a certain manner mm-hmm. by certain part, part of the uh, South African community. You know, they were looked down on and stuff because they were different. Um, you see, Sonia, this is the entire point. Wherever yeah. you came from, you were looked down upon for some other reason. Now, yeah. <clears throat> if you're a Osa, you were that. If you're a Zulu, you were that. Yeah. If you're a um, Afrikaans from Bloemfontein, you were that. If you yeah. were from the Western Cake, you said Eknat Ak. Uh, if you were of mixed Malay, you were. What, what is that? Mixed. I mean, come on. Do, do you get. And if you were a Leb, <laughs> sweet Jesus, have mercy, mommy, on us. <laughs> We would be smashing everybody up in the south. But hey, what south? <laughs> Call Africa. I mean, can you believe that this is how the mentalities progress? But the coolest thing, Sonia. I think it's a human condition. It I has to be. There's, 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 there, there, people are ingrained in them that there's got to be some kind of a hierarchy uh, within them. Whether it's ritual or a cultural thing or a religious thing. People are always going to try and find ways to make themselves feel better. Hmm, because we are all deeply flawed people and, and we all have... You know, low self-esteem and stuff, and and the the way people deal with that is by by putting other people down to make themselves feel better. Mm. You know. Tell me, Sonia, um, can you sing? It <laughs> <laughs> would be a very short show and very unsuccessful if I sing. Ma, as you go, bada 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 bum bada 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 bum bada 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 bum. Pam 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 pam. Come on. <laughs> that's kind of cute. No, that one, that one makes its way to. I know it happens everywhere. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen the show, but I must tell you that the my word of mouth is very important, and yeah. uh, I believe it's incredible. And and I love the fact that you're going into another run, which means people yeah. really want to see it. Mm. They do. It's been it's been it's just so amazing to be up there because I, I, people just laugh. I mean. They just laugh so much, and and they 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 appreciate it so much. You know, it, it kind of brings them some kind of catharsis. These shows, and I'm not just talking about the Portuguese community. It is now I get a lot of people from other immigrants, minority groups, and uh, black people, Indian people, Jewish people. Uh, they they some people even email me and just say thank you. Like uh, you know, it was my story up there, and I didn't know I was the only one who felt that way. And and uh, you know, you made me forget my stress for an hour. It's actually an hour fifty. And I, you know, I laughed so hard and I felt so good. And, and that's like, geez, it just make, gives me such a great purpose, you know. It makes me feel so good about what I do. And, and I love it. And it's, it's amazing to have people laugh so hard and, and, and appreciate my, my jokes. 
and and the story I'm trying to tell because it's, it's important to me, you know. That, Sonia, um, Sonia, may I do this because yeah. I want to just tell you something. I don't know what's going on. Sonia, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Listen, sorry, baby. I'm, sorry. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, Sonia, I will say one thing uh, that's quite important is that um, it's important to to do what you do. Now, I want to give you a gift because it's very important to give you a gift. You know, from the south, the Lebanese, a lady will look after you. Don't worry, mommy. It's okay. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. Is it a statue of Mary? Oh, well, our lady's always with us. You can just go to the two churches. You know, we've got Pores and Libs, all the same thing. But I will say one thing. You know, um, it was incredible when my big fat Greek wedding came out and the whole yeah. world started going, oh, wow. Yeah. And can I ask you a favor? Please, yeah. would you make my big fat Portuguese Lebanese wedding? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am writing the movie, which is why I did this uh, play again, because I, I stopped them in 2011. But the thing is, I am, I'm struggling with the love interest for this, because I don't want it to be the, the normal... You know, she was an office oh, boy. Oh, please, Sonia. That's kind of so boring. Yeah. Sonia, meet a gay lab. You'll be have fun. We'll have enjoyment. <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't miss the show. <laughs> and I want to just tell you one thing for certain is that it's going to be beautiful because dreams can come true. Please go and see Farewell, Ella Bella. Sonia, when is your show on? Upstairs at the Peter Turin. Um, August 15th to 2nd of September and booking is essential because it's sell out fast and there's double shows on Saturday. I wish you the best. Marianne Bolo. Thank you so much. The Zimbabwean elections. You know what? I'll say one thing. People will come together when they must. Amen to that. And Chantal Stanfield, my puppeteer friend. <laughs> Thanks so much. Be happy. Guys, dreams can, can come true. Have the best day. Thank you for being on the show. My name is Alan Ford. Nathan Rose not with me, but this is Cliff Central. And we are the Unview. Do it with me. The Thin. Thin. The Rich. The rich. But we are always the Fabulous. fabulous. This is CliffCentral.com.